Welcome. You're listening to Coulda, Woulda, Shoulda, the podcast that pulls back the curtains in your mind. We like to shed a little light on why you're thinking what you're thinking. Everyone has a choice in life, in what and how they think. Together, we're going to focus on high-functioning habits. There is no more time to live with any sort of regret. Coulda, Woulda, Shoulda, the inspirational podcast for the inspired. Let's get into today's show with your host, Shelley R. Shearer. Hello, world. Shelley Rose Shearer here, and welcome to the show. Oh, it's been a minute again. I've just been letting life get uh, get a little too much. And then when I feel like I'm not, I don't know, contributing enough or I'm not producing enough, I go take on other projects when I'm not even handling the things that I do love to do, like my podcast updating my Instagram page. These are things I actually enjoy and love giving back, but I have been, well, honestly, I've just been very depressed again lately. And when my depression starts ruling my emotions, then a lot of negative stuff can come up. The difference between me now and me 30 years ago is I realize I am not my emotions and my emotions should not be dictating my actions. Something that some people are going to get a little bit triggered by right now, because right now in this woke world of whatever the heck's going on here, our young people sometimes think that their emotions are all that matters, and and they don't actually. They literally don't. Society could not, cannot function. You cannot be the best you can be unless you understand that your feelings pass, they change, And heaven forbid that we ran around in life making all of our decisions, say, I don't know, based on our anger. That's an emotion. Uh, Perhaps we're upset or hating someone. Not a good thing, but it can happen. And you're going to make decisions based on that? What about if it's fear you're feeling? That's not a good place to make the decisions. And look at the last three years, the whole planet was making decisions based on fear. Even if you're massively in love and the blinders are on, you could make life decisions then based on that feeling of euphoria that may not be serving you well. So it's very important to understand with all the learning we've done in the last 50 years around psychology uh, and how much we've learned, how the brain develops, how we develop as human beings and, and learn from that. And now all of a sudden we seem to be ignoring it all. But you know what? This is just how the, the globe works. We The pendulum swings back and forth. And when we go through phases where we're not learning from the past and building on our knowledge, then we tend to slide backwards and we don't advance as a society in a functioning and inclusive way. And it's, it's a little scary, I'm not going to lie. And right now, I, I feel that's a little bit being driven by a lot of powers that be that really actually don't want us all getting along, um, this can be very dangerous and it can be very unsettling to us as human beings because we're not growing. We're not finding ways to cope and to manage, you know, stress, teenage suicide. These things are all on the rise especially in North America, but even around the world. I hope that if you have anyone, just as a little segue here, that has any issue with teen suicides or has any concerns, is actually the word I should be using, then please go listen to my interview with Elliot Callen. Uh, He owns and created A Brighter Day after they lost their uh, son 
in his first or second year of university. Devastating that parents ever have to go through that. And there's another thing, grief. What if all of our decisions were made because we were feeling grief? Are you following me with this? There's a cause and effect in our lives. So sometimes maybe what we need to do is take a step back and it's what I teach, you know, in the, in the, um, in the habits, uh, uh, seven highly affectionate, high functioning habits is that we need to make choices and we need to have a starting point. And if you choose to understand and accept that you are not your emotions, if you choose to question maybe some of the belief structures you've been raised with, or that you may have just got to on your own through trauma and life, that that could change how you react to situations around you and the decisions you make greatly. So I've been very much struggling with my depression again this last couple of weeks. And then that spirals me. Then I start feeling unworthy. Why am I doing a podcast? Who can I ever help? How can I help someone else when I can't help myself? Uh, these feelings of inadequacy come up. My feelings of overwhelming sadness. Then that sort of spills over into my marriage. And then I'm unhappy with my husband and his behavior. And my feelings run rampant. And that's not where I should be making big decisions from. So the choice I made was understanding that feelings are fleeting. I strive to feel joy and happiness. I choose sometimes to feel differently. And then other times it can be very overwhelming. And that struggle can be very overwhelming, especially when, you know, social media and just the news in general in this century is not a good thing. We actually haven't evolved as human beings as fast as our technology has. We haven't learned to control it. We haven't learned to manage it. And we're letting it manage us. So we watch the news. We see all the negative. Or sometimes it's just all the lies because news is just propaganda. Make sure, I mean, I hope you realize that. Um, there's lots of people that don't. And again, I may be triggering people here. But what if you could change your perspective and understand that, okay, if this is just a show that's being put on, then where am I in that show? Do I want to participate in it? Do I want to stand apart from it? Do I feel differently than what's being presented to me? These are all very valid questions. Because like I say, feelings pass. Now, I've been struggling with some things that are kind of personal. What's different as well is that I, had a, I just literally go to friends or family and say, guys, I need a round table. I need to lay this out. I am a dweller. So normally in my, in my youth, I would, you know, I would dwell. Oh, days, weeks, months, it didn't matter. And when you dwell, you usually lose the thread of reality. You start creating your own narrative around how you're feeling, your perception of the situation and how you react. I can look back on it now and see it clear as day. And I think, oh, to have had this knowledge, this wisdom back then. The heartache, I could have saved myself. But maybe going through all that is what has made me the person I am today. Maybe I would never have learned the lessons. Most of us don't. We don't learn without going through stuff. I just wish maybe some of those lessons hadn't lasted as long. <laughs> that's, that's how I kind of look at things. So I sat down with my husband, my sister, and her, her husband. We were going for lunch, and I said, guys, I'm struggling. And I said, I need perspective here because I'm letting it sort of eat me up. I'm creating a negative storyline around this situation. And I'm creating feelings that could ruin some friendships. 
And it was spectacular to lay that out on the table because now my husband, my husband's, my sister's new husband has a fabulous, um, introspection on life. He has a real neat way of looking at things. I quite, I quite enjoy him. And Ken kind of backed it up for me again, which is what I know to be true, but I'd let my emotions overcome my logic. He says, you need to let some of this go. There were, there was some stuff that was about finances. He says, except that maybe that money's gone and you don't need to be tied up in its outcome. In this particular case, he was very right. The money's probably not gone, but I was tying it up in a whole storyline of negativity. The person I was struggling with, he says, you're not going to change that situation. So are you just going to accept it? On their path, growing at their rate, which could be so minuscule and maybe will never happen, and you do you. I probably in different variations post a fair bit on the Instagram page about how we reacting to situations is actually our power. Don't let other people trigger you and decide how you're going to feel about things. And that literally was what I was dealing with. I have some in my life that is completely uncoachable and a little bit of a narcissist, not a full-blown one. I have one of those in my life as well, but just a little bit of a narcissist and has no control over their emotions. And I struggle with that. I struggle with the constant, you know, roller coaster of no growth and the same overreactions and the same crazy week after week, month after month, year after year. And then I get to a point where it's like, do I really want someone in my life that simply will not learn to grow? Who just loves to create chaos with everyone around them and, and such. And I'm thinking, I'm not sure. I would like to say no, but unfortunately it's tied into a much bigger social situation. And like Ken brought up to me, he says, but does it really matter? Have boundaries. You don't let people, you know, treat you certain ways and whatever. But I was reacting and actually, what's the word I'm looking for? Uh, if you were needling someone, you know, when siblings get, um, I don't know, I guess you could say kind of like fighting <laughs> and you realize that one sibling is poking the other one, looking for a reaction. That was probably me a little bit because I was just frustrated and I was just done with it all. And then of course, now I'm telling, uh, going over in my head, creating this entirely negative scenario of, I don't want this in my life and I don't have to put up with this and this person, blah, blah. It's like, really? Because who's the person that's upset, me or them? It's me, not them. They think they're fine. I'm the one that needs to change my perspective. I'm the one that needs to change my expectations. Very similar to something I went through in my marriage a number of years ago where I was not happy and thinking my marriage just, I needed to leave it. And my coach at the time was wonderful. He he, I grew so much with my coach and he got me back focusing on me. He says, you can't change the other person. You might want to lead by example. You might want to have some boundaries that they know that say if there was abuse going, there wasn't in my life, but, but I have had abuse in my life. I had an ex-fiance that was physically abusive, had him arrested for assault. I've had a lot of ugliness in my life. But as again, segue, sorry, but then we had friends drop in last week whose niece is going through this. And I just looked at her and I said, let me share with you what I went through. And she was just flabbergasted. And 
it was such an encouragement to her to hear from someone that went through it that could not see it for what it was that was doing the justifications of it has to be me you know women in abusive situations oh my goodness the stories we tell ourselves and we stay with these people anyways I wish I hadn't gone through that but the bottom line is these things exist in life and because I had I was able to help someone else and that's not the first time I've been able to help someone else so perspective on our lessons and then using them to help others is, is just brilliant. And it's, it's so gratifying. So that round table really changed my perspective. I had to adjust my story I was telling myself and not get as caught up in it and let it go. These are very strong, uh, I want to call them points of view, but they are because no matter what we believe, it's only our point of view. So I'm just going to own it. These were very strong points of view that I was creating a dialogue around and a narrative around. Okay. So then I got back into, so then what happens with me at my age and stuff is that depression and my questioning sometimes will grow and it overflows into my regular life to say, what am I even here for? I start questioning I'm retired now. I have, I retired this summer and I struggle as an A-type personality or my color is red. You know, you do all these different types of tests. I get things done. I, I used to be very goal-oriented, accomplishment-oriented, and now I'm just sometimes feeling so overwhelmed, having trouble letting go, and my health doesn't allow for that. I'm just too exhausted a lot of days. And it's in and still in pain. Yes, I've got my new hip way better, but I still have fibromyalgia. I still have a lot of neuropathy. And I need to manage those things to have the highest functioning life I can have. Who would have ever thought that we have radio waves running through, you know, running through our air or that we could cure the things that we can cure with illnesses? I mean, put put a man in space. Um Fly an airplane. 500 years ago, these things were inconceivable. So we cannot be ignorant enough to think that there is a vast amount of knowledge and change that will happen in the next 500 years that to us is inconceivable. You know what I mean? So I'm always trying to keep an open mind and sort of kind of accept that. But the big thing I'm always trying to look at is the root. What do I truly believe like as a root? And... If our place is to be here is to learn, to learn lessons, to grow, to help humanity as a whole move forward, like what if that is what we're here for? You don't have to believe that, but what if that is what we're here for? We're not just born with no purpose, um, you know, evil and good. I definitely believe in those things unless, you know, something can change. I believe we have both, you know, the old saying, you know, you have two, a wolf on each shoulder and, and which one wins? The one you feed. I believe that when people like Brenda Bouchard and Jim Quick talk about uh, self-talk and their morning routines and starting out their day, that we can jack our programming. I truly believe that because it works for me. I can jack my programming of how I don't want to feel negative today. I want to be productive today. 
except that guess what today is a rest day there will be no guilt i'm having no feelings of guilt around that i must rest this was me on sunday totally overwhelmed with too much social stuff last week and i just crashed well my son was supposed to be but he got sick coming to see me on the monday i knew that if i could not rest my body mind and soul but mainly my body which was just pushed to its limits with my muscles and with my fibro that I wasn't going to enjoy my visit with him the next day. And that was a priority for me. I hadn't seen him in a couple months. So my husband went off golfing and I stayed on the couch. Did a few things, but just no taxing myself. Best thing I could have done for myself. This week so far, what is it today? Tuesday has been so productive. And tomorrow's my doctor day where I get, I get a little bit of leg up and I get to rest again and go back at it for Thursday, Friday. These are really good habits for me. For me, for my life, you need to find your own. That's why I talk about being high functioning in your situation, whether it's your work or your home life with an illness, without an illness, it doesn't matter. You can be as high functioning as you choose and want to be. So if we start in that root of our belief system, you know, why are we here? If we could maybe change that perspective, that helps with our self-talk. That helps with us building the new habits. That makes us make better choices. And we're making better, when we're making better choices and we're not as confused, we can help others. And what if that's all we're here for? What if that is the whole lesson? The only point? Well, that kind of changes things, doesn't it? It really lets a lot of, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Peripheral? things fall off the wayside. North America, we are very much caught up in the commerce of, um, what's the word, capitalism. And I believe in free enterprise and I believe in democracy. I believe in the responsibility of social systems within a democracy and within capitalism. You know, doing, having what we have for the benefit of ourselves and others. But we're not there yet. Everything's quite very corrupt right now in the world. And it's new. I know I've mentioned this before, but please understand. Don't throw the baby out with the bathwater. Democracy is very new. My girlfriend and I were talking the other day. Here's a good example. We might watch a movie or history and, or something and someone's stolen something or done something bad because their child was starving, they were starving. And you might think to yourself, I would never do that. How do you know you would never do that? If you had a child that was starving, you don't think you might break into someone's house to steal a loaf of bread or a gallon of milk? You might. You know, there's an expression that the average person is only three meals away from anarchy um, or the society is only three meals away from anarchy. Yeah, maybe we are. I don't know. But never forget that unless you've walked in someone else's shoes or changed your perspective of a situation, you really can't make a blanket I would or would not statement about that. So just stay open to it. Just say, I don't know what I would do in that situation and then have grace for the person that was caught in that situation. That's what I'm, that's kind of what I'm saying here. So for me, I had to let go of a, uh, a story I was telling myself about a person and a situation in my life. Let it go. I can't change it. I can't control it. Also, I had to start the belief structure that it was neither my place to 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 change it that's that's not my place at all my place is to live my life by my values to the best of my ability and 
treat others as I would like to be treated. It's a pretty, kind of pretty simple concept. So to bring this full circle around to where I started with this, when we are struggling, a large part of what we need to do is to uh, find a, a rock to stand on, a starting point, a belief structure about ourselves, the world around us, why we're here, and, and live to that ideal as best we can. I think that might be the only way that we're going to be able to survive um, and grow. We have a long way to go. <laughs> there's, there's a lot of yucky in the world. Um, doesn't mean we have to take part of it. It just means live in the light. Every day, make a conscious effort. Jack your programming. There are so many great coaches out there and programs out there. Um, you can reach out to me, but there, there's a lot of free content out there and books to buy that just really help and handhold people through a lot of these struggles. The first thing you have to do though is admit that you want it to change and choose differently. Remember, you're not your emotions. Yes, you can jack your day. I just, I love that expression. I'm just going to jack my day. I'm going to make a choice in the morning of how I want that day to be. Who's the little one that does all the spiritual stuff? Um, Marine St. Germain's. She has this thing where she, uh, she teaches this meditation and this sort of thing. And she goes, sometimes you just have to ask the universe, God, for a day of heaven on earth. Just say, today I would like a day of heaven on earth. It's not every day. You don't get to pull this every day. Uh, but I do have to say when I've done that, it's been some pretty amazing days. And I wonder if part of it just is my perception of how I'm perceiving that day. Maybe nothing changed about the day. I don't know. It's just some food for thought. Remember... You are not alone and only you and those of like mind can create change. Have a great day, everyone, and I'll catch you on the flip side. We really hope you enjoyed this episode of Coulda, Woulda, Shoulda. Stay connected with us directly through livingwellwithshell.com and Instagram at livingwellwithshell.com. If you would like to speak with us, please send us an email through Shelley at livingwellwithshell.com. And as always, thank you for pushing your mindset towards a better reality. This concludes the most thought-provoking portion of your day. Thank you. And remember, willpower will only get you so far if you don't have a plan. <laughs>